and thank you for joining us on our program, Critically Speaking. I'm Cindy Mercer, and we are talking again with Jim Hammer, author of the book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit. We're excited to have Jim again, and we've got a great program ahead. Welcome, Jim. Hi, Cindy. It's good to be with you. Jim, we've been visiting quite a bit, and we've been talking a lot about the need for the impact of the Holy Spirit in our life and and the fact that how important it is for us just to be willing to to let the Holy Spirit intervene in our life. And, and this is such a subject that so many people have questions about. And I'm hoping today that you'll, you'll spend a few minutes and help us elaborate on understanding this thought about allowing the Holy Spirit to impact us and the issue of getting victory over a critical spirit. Without the Holy Spirit in our life, we will never have victory. As the Holy Spirit convicts us and as we move forward, the Holy Spirit will continue to bring different uh, thoughts to our mind in the direction that we need to head. And then uh, Zechariah 4, 6 says, Not by might, nor by power. Not by my might, or not by my power, but it's the power of the Holy Spirit and the Lord of hosts mm-hmm. says so. So we want to do things in our own strength and our own power, and we will always fail. It's when the power of, we allow the power of the Holy Spirit, when we are willing to allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, that there will be victory. And I'm a work in progress. Uh, I don't want anybody to think that I have arrived, but uh, I know the direction that the Holy Spirit is leading me, and I'm more than willing mm-hmm. to follow. So I just leave that with him. Jim, I really appreciate the fact that um, how you've been so open and, and honest with us and you know, I just want to remind our listeners that, just like you said, you haven't arrived yet. We're all a work in progress. But I think over 30 years of experience of being a, a lay pastor, a head elder, you've done various seminars all over on this issue of a critical spirit. And so, and not to mention your life-changing experiences, what what a teacher life has been to you and, and will be to us as well, especially as we do allow the Holy Spirit to take over and help us to become like Him. I think we are so familiar with that statement, such a true statement that by beholding Jesus, we will become like Him. That's exactly where it's at. You know, when I was in a critical nature what is that saying? Uh, birds of a feather flock together. Yes. And among other people that uh, do the same thing. And you just uh, continue a conversation. If uh, somebody says right. something critical, you're going to have a, a remark uh, for that in the same lines. It will all be critical. But if we start beholding Christ and uh, and see Christ or, or look at others through the eyes of Christ, uh, it gives us a whole different uh, uh, perspective on things. And, uh, you know, we were, uh, we waste so much time, our time, the Lord's time, by being stiff-necked and critical and negative and fault-finding and judgmental. And that's not what the Lord has, has planned for us. That's the enemy who wants us to head in that direction. But the Lord yes, is yes. trying to bring us into realization that the Holy Spirit will convict us. And, and it's easy to, well, yeah, it's easy to ask for the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus said in Luke uh, eleven thirteen that our Heavenly Father is more willing to give us the Holy Spirit than we are to give good gifts to our children. So, you know, that should be a prayer on our, on our lips constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, Father, you promised to give us the Holy Spirit. And again, uh, Isaiah fifty five eleven. once God's worth goes forth from his mouth, it will not return to him void. 
So, Father, your word already went forth. And Jesus said, I can have the Holy Spirit. All I have to do is ask you. And, That's uh, right. And, and, and our Heavenly Father is more willing to give us the Holy Spirit than, than we are, uh, even to receive it. So, but we have to be willing. And, and the Lord, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will, see, uh, will impress on our minds that we should ask for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when you really think of it, doesn't God have a better plan for us than we have for ourselves? Oh, always. Imagine always how healthy does. we would be if we didn't yeah. have these reruns in our mind about what yeah. we said or how we said it or who we said it to. Even at night, I mean, we'd get a better night's sleep. We wouldn't be rerunning it in our minds all night long. Mm-hmm. I should have said this or I should have said that. And, uh, and I'm talking about the negative things that we think we should have said. Instead, we would have, would have the, the peace of mind that, uh, that the Holy Spirit wants us to have. Well, how revolutionary would it be, Jim, if if we really could spend the time praying for someone that we did, like you said, criticizing them? Um, much time has too much time has been wasted. And I don't know about all of you, but I'm a slow learner. But I am so thankful that God has got abundant amount of patience with us. It's overwhelms me every time I think about how we are so impatient and yet he is just more than abundantly patient with us you know as we uh, look at a, a negative spirit you know it's a, that's the spirit we choose to have we can just as easily choose to have a positive spirit you know when, when we look at uh, any situation no matter where we go or who we talk to there's something positive about every situation but yet we want to dwell on the negative so it's actually a an attitude that we choose, that we want to look at things critical and negative, or if we want to look at the positive side of things. There is always a positive side to everything, and Amen. that's what we Amen. need to dwell on. We have to condition our minds. And, and the Holy Spirit, you know, it's not what we do ourselves. It's only through the power of God that we can uh, be transformed. Matter of fact, Paul Amen. says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and let this mind be in you that is in Christ Jesus. And the Lord wants us to have that. All we have to do is ask and be willing to allow the Lord to transform us. And we are too impatient with others. Yes, way too often. Jim, I want to talk about another experience that happened to you. But before I do, I want to I'm going to quote you. And uh, I think this is something I know I need to hear. And we all do. It says, if we want this to change, we have to change, not someone else. Exactly. You know, we're we're. A lot of times we pray that this other person will change uh, so that we will feel better about them. But it's really right. a personal thing. We have to change. The Lord is trying to show us ourselves. And God. not trying to show us everybody else. I have enough problems in my own life that I don't uh, don't want to sit and start looking at everybody else and seeing their problems. I have enough to Amen. bring to the Lord in my own life. Well, Jim, I, I find it very interesting that several of your experiences that you share in book Victory Over a Critical Spirit have to do with your children. And I think that's a subject that's near and dear to our heart. And in a previous episode, we talked about an experience with your daughter. But I want you to share with us now about a situation where you saw the Holy Spirit drawing your son to Jesus. Can you share that with us today? Yes, uh, we, we had uh, talked about the van ministry, and my son called me one day. He said, next time you go up to the van ministry, uh, I'd like to go with you. And he uh, was not married, he was living with his girlfriend. 
they had a son. And uh, so it wasn't only a short time after that, a matter of weeks, that I was going up. And when we got there, he uh, had such a an experience. Matter of fact, there was a Russian man that volunteered, also a young man that volunteered up there, and they went into the parks to hand out food. And after they got done handing out food, they gathered at a place in the park and let everybody know that they were going to be praying. And this man prayed in Russian for uh, for the people. And my son, you know, Holy Spirit used that to impress my son. And when we got home, he uh, started attending church. And he would call me every week, Friday evening, every week, and tell me about his progress. Uh, he called me uh, the first time and said, you know, Dad, I'm starting to attend church. And I said, that's good. You know, and I wanted to say, what about the way you're living? And the Holy Spirit just kind of whispered, uh, to my mind and says, just keep quiet. And the following week, he called me again and said, Dad, you know, I joined this uh, personal ministry team. And I thought, well, you'd be passing out literature and things like that. And uh, I was thinking, you know, I got to tell him about the way he's living. Mm. <laughs> he's going to straighten him out again, right? Yes. You know, my critical, judgmental spirit thinks he needs some help from me. That, you know, <laughs> I thought the Holy Spirit couldn't do it on his own. And that's the biggest mistake we make. We think the Holy Spirit needs our help when yeah. He can do a much better job when we get out of the way. Amen. So, um, so the following week, uh, you know, and again, I was going to say something to Him, but uh, I didn't. And it was always the prompting of the Holy Spirit for me to keep quiet. Every week by week by week. And Domi was passing out literature the one week when He called. And again, I wanted to tell Him, you know, what about the way you're living? And what the Holy Spirit impressed me, don't, don't, don't say nothing. And then the uh, following week, he called and said, you know, Dad, I'm, I'm doing Bible studies, uh, you know, giving wow. Bible studies. And I thought for sure, I, was, I mean, I wanted to, I was sitting on the edge of my chair, just wanting to say, what about the way you're living? And, uh, and the Holy Spirit yelled at my mind, you know, keep quiet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the following week, he called up and he said, you know, Dad, we decided to get married. And I jumped out of my chair. Just said, I bet you did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, and I could have said something to him all those times. And he may have gotten married for me. But when the Holy Spirit touched his life, I know he got married for Jesus. Or they got married for Jesus. Amen. And not for me. And isn't that the way it should be? That, uh, yes. that Jesus is the one who has to lead, be the leader of their life. And they need to, to follow. And, you know, I'm going back now. They've been married for probably 20 two years or something like that. So it's been a, uh, a walk uh, for them to also. But you know, now he's an uh, elder in his church, and his children are very committed to the Lord. And I just, just praise God. Mm-hmm. And so often, you know, we want so much for our children. We want them in eternity, but we try too hard to, you know, we get in their way. We get in the Holy Spirit's way. And we just have to yeah. depend on allowing the Holy Spirit to change them just like he changed us. Amen. Jim, I think that most of our listeners can identify that we could all think of a child that maybe has been in this very similar situation. We we just want to jump ahead and we want to tell them how it is. But I I really myself have been encouraged by hearing this story, and I, I hope others have been as well, because this is just one example, like you mentioned in your book, of what the Holy Spirit can do if we just allow him, because so much of what we go through could have been destroyed if we would let 
our own self get in the way, our own desires, and and those critical thoughts come flinging out. So I'm wondering, Jim, if you could share right before we run out of time today uh, a Bible promise that we could claim for our children. Maybe someone's listening that they're like, that's me. That's the situation I'm in. And they need some hope to to pray a, a promise over their children. Psalms uh, 72.4, and, and funny you should ask because I just looked at this promise, says that he will save the children of the needy. Aren't we all needy? Yes, we are. And will break in pieces the oppressor. You know, when we just dwell on that promise that we are needy, our children are needy, and we need our children drawn to the Lord, and then he will break in pieces the uh, oppressor. You know, I, I claim that. Father, you know, the enemy has his claws in us. Break him into pieces. Yes. And break in, in pieces anyone that he is using. Amen. That, uh, that they won't hinder my children and my spiritual growth. Amen. Jim, I know you're not going to believe this, but our time is, is up today. And I've so enjoyed visiting with you. And I'm hoping that you will consider coming back and continuing to discuss having victory over a critical spirit. Thank you for listening. And please join us next time on Critically Speaking. If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org.